Welcome back to uh, Namely 90s. This is your co-pilot speaking. We are uh, going to be doing a solo episode this week. It's uh, unfortunate, but Andrew has to take care of his child. And uh, I'm just going to... Just gonna riff a little bit while see if he uh, comes back. Welcome to Namely 90s, the podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right, you're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Instagram and Twitter at Namely90s with a 90S. Um, This show is also released every Monday on YouTube at Namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s with a 90S and join one of our support levels. And has Brandon's Zoom frozen or has Brandon frozen? (laughs) Brandon was frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Did, did it did uh, it work? Did I did I trick uh, you? I could see. I feel like I saw your eye twitching or something. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I felt it. I, I was like, I need to close my eyes soon. Oh, uh, uh, that's too good. Too good. Uh, anyway, well, how have you been? Uh, not bad. Not bad. Good, good. Um, you know, uh, it's starting to get cold and rain here, so we're taking in uh, the last bit of fruit for harvest this this oh. week. Big day tomorrow, so good thing we're recording this and another episode late at night. The harvest. Um, the harvest. Um, yeah. No, not not much new with me. Did you see the thing about Nintendo? Um, I did not. Tell me about this. Last 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 week. So two, I guess two weeks ago now for our listeners. Or th- yeah, um, the they actually it was earlier in the month they announced that they're adding on to Nintendo online and you pay 30 extra dollars per year and you get access to N64 uh, virtual console games or. Oh yeah. I figured that was coming soon. Yeah. Um, Uh, I saw some sort of like sketchy, probably not real gameplay of the new GTA trilogy as well. Oh yes. Uh, I've not, I've not seen anything official yet, but it seemed like a bad mod in GTA (laughs) five. That's what Fair it looks enough. like. Fair but enough. they were trying to build it as like real gameplay footage, which is just them trying to get views. But uh the the big thing about this is they were they're re releasing or they're re releasing a um N sixty four controller for the Switch. Oh yeah. So the next time you and Kayla come down, we could play Mario Kart sixty four properly. Brilliant. Right? Love it. And then I can become enraged because I can't win. <laughs> and then throw the <laughs> controller against the wall. Yes, it. precisely. To be fair, it's uh, it won't be as like broken as the copy that's on my Wii is since we <laughs> will have to now beat 
the game again. That's all right. We can do it. Yeah. Um, um wow. Well, I personally have been somewhat underwhelmed by the Seattle Kraken start. Uh, oh yeah. I believe I'm a New Jersey Devils fan now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they just gotta work out some kinks. Their regular backup goalie got um put on the IR, so they called up this guy and and he wasn't bad. Like it wasn't necessarily his fault, but uh just some some tweaks need to be made. But by the time this is released, they'll have played their first game in what I now call the pledge because they, they play in lemon pledge arena. I mean, climate (laughs) pledge arena. (laughs) It sounds as cool as people that called Safeco field, the safe, the safe, the pledge. But yeah, it was, I think I told you foo fighters and, um, for cutie death cab for cutie, both local bands, uh, Mm. small independent local bands, uh, (laughs) are playing a small private event for 18,000 people. And then, Coldplay opens it up on the 22nd live on Amazon. I mean, are Foo Fighters technically considered local given mm. like everyone but Dave Grohl is from California? Fair enough. Is that right? I feel like that's right. I think it's funny that they play a song about mental illness as the Kraken celebrate goal celebration song. Uh, well, watching the game today, like they had every single cliche like fighting song. Like there's a theme from Punch Out at one point. Uh, I was <laughs> well, like, it is New Jersey. I feel like in New Jersey, you just like clock a guy, you know, if he uh, but gets it, in your grill. It, it went from why can't we be friends to like uh, <laughs> some sort of like dropkick Murphys or something. I'm like, what? Sounds about right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, hockey, man. Hockey. I feel like we're going to talk about that in this episode a little. Possibly. Uh, so anything else before we jump into the old regular, uh, regularly scheduled, regularly scheduled programming? Oh my gosh! Uh, no, no. Just watch or listen to me try to say regularly a few more times. Yeah, regularly. Uh, I don't know anything new with you that you want to share. No, not really. Um, um, I've got my my new microphone back. I've got all my stuff set up. I realized I'm an idiot and didn't I had like two inputs from my computer going into the mixer and it was causing some feedback mm. and then I got rid of that. Now it's brilliant. Nice. Brilliant. British. Yes. Sorry. If you see me checking off to my right periodically, it's because I'm currently flying from Memphis to Spokane on Microsoft Flight Simulator and I have to make sure I'm not about to crash into another plane or that my flight level hasn't changed. So uh, sorry. Editor zoom in on his control panel. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> So anyway, now I think we should begin. So why don't you tell us about what was going on in October of 1993? Travel back with me, listeners, to October 1993 on the first ESPN2 debuts. ESPN8, the Ocho. (laughs) I just found that funny. On the 6th, Michael Jordan announces retirement from the Chicago Bulls and the NBA after nine seasons and three championships. Oh, we need to have, you know what we need to have, hmm. you know, how like they have the, um, the nineties, uh, audience sounds of the studio audience mm-hmm. where there's the, uh, Oh, like when the whole audience goes, Oh, or there's, um, when something kind of racy happens, they kind of hoop and holler. Yeah, yeah, we need to get those in a soundboard or you just add them later. Yeah, or, you know, do you put it on your soundboard? Yeah. 
we're now arguing over which one of us has to do the extra legwork here. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Michael Jordan returns in 1995. On the 8th, Howard Stern releases his first book, Private Parts. Sounds about right. Also on the 8th, Angus T. Jones. He, I believe he's the half of the two and a half men. Uh, he's born. That's very strange. <laughs> because... <clears throat> we just uh, the hockey te- my local hockey team that I'm a fan of in Everett um, go, go Thunderbirds no 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 no, no. Uh, go, uh, they just hired Americans. a new broadcaster because their broadcaster now works for the Kraken mm-hmm. and uh, he's not very old he's like 26 he looks quite young but he's quite good anyway people have been like putting him side by side with pictures of Angus T. Jones because they look very very similar <laughs> okay and I literally just looked at a Facebook post about Angus T. Jones before we came on and did this podcast. That's very weird. It's as if I knew. Uh, maybe they're brothers. On the 13th, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks win, or sorry, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim win their first NHL game. Also on the 13th, Tiffany Trump is born. Um, she was the daughter of Marla Maples. Miss Marple? What? Oh, <laughs> sorry. No. Uh, on the 15th, Nelson Mandela is awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Hmm. On the 23rd, Blue, the Toronto Blue Jays defend their... <laughs> not the St. Louis Blues in the World Series? <laughs> uh, possibly not. Uh, the t- Toronto Blue Jays defend their World Series title against the Philadelphia Phillies on a walk-off home run in Game 6. Wait, so the Blue, Blue Jays won two in a row? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh, crap. And how many World Series titles do the Seattle Mariners have? Not enough. Uh, not many. How many, how many World Series games have we been to? I don't want to talk about it. <sighs> On the 26th, the NFL expansion team, the Carolina Panthers, is announced. On the 29th, the first God Milk commercial airs. Wow. And finally, on the 31st, Letitia Wright, English actress, Black Panther, is born in Guyana, although currently she's kind of a racy, racy character because she's refusing. Well, she's she's being anti-vax on the set of Black Panther 2 and 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 passing out uh, anti-vax pamphlets. And also on the 31st, Federico Fellini, director, and River Phoenix from Stand By Me, uh, mm-hmm. passes away um, at the age of 73 and 23, uh, one to a stroke and one to a drug overdose. I'll let you figure all that out for yourself. Wait, so what you're saying is she's an anti-vaxxer and then she's literally handing out something that would more easily transmit the virus. <laughs> like have this fomite. Thank you. If you get COVID, bye. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here, here's some just liquid COVID for me to to place on you. TV premiering uh, October 1993. On the third, we have Late Edition with Wolf Blitzer on CNN. On the 25th, we have the John Stewart Show on MTV. Mm. On the 29th, we have Diagnosis Murder on CBS, or as you spelled it, Diagnosis Murder. <laughs> Which I would watch. It's I, diagnosis murder, but she has a stutter. I was about to say, I have a stutter. Uh, also ending uh, the 
it's October 1993. On the 1st, we have the Chevy Chase show after its <laughs> illustrious one-month run. Yeah, it'd be great if it all happened in one month. You could say, premiering the Chevy Chase show and ending the Chevy Chase show. Uh, I think it started in October. Uh, on the 23rd, uh, ending MLB Baseball on CBS. And on the 27th, after only one episode airing, South of Sunset on CBS... The show was heavily promoted during the 1993 World Series by CBS. However, only the pilot of South of Sunset ever aired and was not even and it wasn't even to the entire country. It was played after the World Series. Uh, the October 27th premiere was preempted by several West Coast stations, uh, including KCBS in Los Angeles. Uh, wow. Due to preempted. It was preempted by news coverage of wildfires in Malibu. Los Angeles was burning. Yeah. Breaking news. Fire in California. Who cares? I mean, I care, but like we don't need to report on it. it it's a thing that happens. Oh, it was more rare in the 90s. Uh, and disappoint, or at least, yeah, it was kind That's of because everyone rare. was vaccinated for wildfires back then. I was going to say global what? warming, but disappointed by the ratings of the pilot and unwilling to give it a chance to build a fan base, CBS immediately cancels the show. <laughs> like, uh, how messed up is that? It's very messed up, honestly. Like, but they must have watched it again. Yeah, okay. It wasn't good. <laughs> I, I I feel like they're uh, when I was looking at it, it's like the ca- there's a like two or three of the four or five person cast are like actors that you would know. Oh, or not you, but like people in general. <laughs> not not me. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's like it's interesting because like. You know, Doctor Who, the British show that's running, that's been on for over 50 years. Doctor, um, huh? Exactly. Uh, Doctor <laughs> Wynn. Uh, it's, about, it's about a but, chiropractor. That yeah. goes, uh, no, Doctor Wynn, he's uh, Korean. <laughs> um, uh, Vietnamese. I Vietnamese. I couldn't think of where that name was from. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Where was I going with that? Oh, uh, the, that originally premiered uh, the day of the JFK assassination in the, in the UK. So it was like preempted by JFK assassination. <laughs> yes, because fire in California is as newsworthy as the president being killed. Uh, that's the, yeah, but still, it's like they. <laughs> the, that show somehow got a second chance. Fair enough. Uh, in the box office. On the first, we have Cool Runnings. On the third, we have Demolition Man. On the 13th, we have Rudy, Andrew's favorite. And on the... Yeah, Is that the one yeah. with Cuba Gooding Jr.? <laughs> no, that's the one with Sean Astin. Oh, that's, that's radio. Sorry. Yeah. Close, though. It's both football movies. And start with R. <laughs> and start with R. And uh, there's some sort of... Uh, um, do we still use the word handicap? I don't know, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> Fair enough. Because uh, Rudy was short. Uh, on the 15th, the Beverly Hillbillies uh, movie. And on the 29th, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Spooky. Spooky. I hate that movie. On the Billboard charts, number one for October 1993 in from September and for the whole month is Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. 
And for the last week in October of 1993, at number two, we have I Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That by Meatloaf. Number three, All That She Wants by Ace of Base. Number seven, Whoop, There It Is by Tag Team. Number nine, Again by Janet Jackson. Number 11, What Is Love by Hathaway. This is the... Ah, yes. What is love, 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 maybe don't hurt me. Yeah, that's a good one. The Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan SNL sketch where they just pop. Yeah, and then he breaks the window. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they look they they you know they keep pointing to each other and uh that started as a sketch and became the movie a night at the roxbury right yes absolutely i couldn't remember the title of that movie uh number 12 if by janet jackson number 15 crying by aerosmith number 17 i get around by tupaku uh number 18 shoop by salt and pepper number 20 no rain by blind melon you remember that one i don't i'm reading the lyric and i don't remember it um i can't remember it either uh (laughs) wow now i recognize it I don't understand why I sleep all day and I start to complain when there's no rain. Wow, this is very tone deaf. (laughs) There's no rain. You really don't remember that song? No, no, not at all. (laughs) I was looking up after this. Understand? Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I can't. No, it's. It's so clear in my head, but I cannot translate that into sound. <laughs> I was thinking, I just, I, I know the listeners maybe don't know this, but I get your notes ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And it just says, uh, the one is loved ones is SNL, Will Ferrell, and Christ Catan sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I would blame that on autocorrect, but that's not how that Christ works. Christ <laughs> I also spelled Ferrell wrong. Uh, number what if 12. it said Christ Satan by accident? <laughs> that would be better. <laughs> Uh, number 23, Soul to Squeeze by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hello, everybody. I'm Steampunk Link. And I'm Emmy Zero. And we are the hosts of the Snescapades podcast, a chronological journey through the North American Super Nintendo Library three games-ish at a time. We play them briefly, judge them harshly, and rank them. As we do that, we go into the history of the games in question, who made them, when they were made, and any interesting stories that surround them. And we'll also probably sprinkle in a few bits of leftist politics here and there. Just look for Snescapades on Anchor or your favorite podcast app. You can also check us out on honestpiranha.com. We hope to see you there and play it loud. Now let's toss across the pond to our friends Gaz and Dange at the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show for what was happening way back when in the UK. Good evening. Here are your headlines for October 1993 in the UK. QVC launches the first television shopping channel in the UK. Relight My Fire hits UK number one. True Romance hits the UK cinemas. 
if you like your retro with a 90s flavor don't be stupid do yourself a favor download an episode of namely 90s you'll find it fresher than a pair of pine trees acquaint yourselves with host called brand new listen closely as they both run through tvs movies tunes of the day pay attention to what they have to say our time is up and we have to go the insanely dangerous retro show what am i dangerous wow i mean Absolutely. That's, you know, I mean, I feel like I have to say something like go namely, go namely, go. Let's send it back to the namely 90s boys. And if you're interested in following up on those headlines, you can check out the Insanely Dangerous Retro Pod Show on your favorite podcasting app. You'll also find that Andrew and I are doing a fun segment at the end of their episode called Quotely 90s, where we give them a quote and see if they can figure out what we're going to be talking about on the following Monday. So an extra reason to go and listen and get an idea of what will be coming up on Namely 90s. And now back to the show. I don't think we've really had any uh, mid mid episode breaks. This, this no, month. we haven't. Um, once you find me uh, Madonna's book, then we will have something to talk about. Uh, have you Googled those photos? You should probably. Or, Let's give them should, something to talk about. Probably, what about love? Uh, uh, keep your safe search on um but we do have our halloween questions the final one for this month is something we already did what is your least favorite halloween candy <laughs> oh no i swear i had another one for this um do you wow yeah improv improv uh there's gotta be something here about halloween um uh, uh what is the best jack-o'-lantern pattern you've ever carved ooh, see, or seen I, I was thinking of going along those lines i don't remember i think i just did like basic ones like your basic jack-o'-lantern mm. the reason i was always into pumpkins is because we my mom would always roast the seeds oh yeah with some right. salt and that was like Fresh roasted pumpkin seeds were always so good. Mm-hmm. And of course, I always remember the food component. And I wasn't very good at carving pumpkins, um, but I never got really into it. What about you? Did you do anything cool? Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I did not. I mean, you know, back in the 90s, they, they had like those books that you'd buy at the store that came with the little crappy uh, like serrated knife that's yeah. like smaller than your finger. Uh, and you're supposed to like dot everything out. Um, there was a cool cat one that we did. It was like a cat on a half moon. Um, I, I when I was older, um, I recall doing uh, it, the Star Trek uh, the Delta symbol. And I was like, that looks pretty cool because I'm a giant nerd. That's cool. And, and now you don't have to put um, real candles in them because they make those battery candles that are just as good. Yeah, and that's that cool. like turn on automatically, and yeah, boy, things have come a long way, right? Uh, and they shine brighter like a diamond. Um, <laughs> Thank you for doing that, because if you didn't, I was going to say that. Oh, shine oh, and like also, a diamond. Anyway, um, maybe this will go in the middle, but if we, if you didn't hear it already, uh, it's the actually, that's probably what you heard. Um, it's. SNES Capades, uh, Andrew and I are on their, it's like a celebratory episode. They've reviewed 200 games uh, on their show, uh, SNES Capades. That's Steampunk Link and Emmy Zero. Um, we, we 
steampunk link you may remember back from our one year anniversary episode he was the guy that was talking about having like a 90s pavilion or theme park mm, or yeah. convention <clears throat> um so we kind of fleshed that idea out a little bit further and he took the he took the the ball and pushed it all the way uh during this episode where he's having multiple guests on to talk about um snes games uh, super nintendo games and um just shoot the 90s stuff with him <laughs> and emmy and uh yeah it's good fun yeah um that's out today so uh, when you're done listening to this or even right now just you know to type 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 the search engine uh snes capades snes capades snes capades I believe is how they like to pronounce it because it makes more sense that way. One of the last things recorded in California together. Oh yeah, uh, Andrew was here when we were when we did that. That's that's crazy. That was like months ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, anywhere, anywhere. Yes, yeah, check that out. Uh, tell tell them uh, we sent you. You could find Steampunk Link at on twitter i I don't know check out our twitter we'll we'll, we'll yeah we'll we'll hit them up on ours yeah tweet their twitter i feel like i should have been more prepared for that but yeah it it was it was fun to go on and and talk to them we definitely talked way too long with them uh for just having like a like a 10 10 minute bit and just think yeah we we talked for a half hour i I think we could talk for even longer yeah it would not be hard it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they cut out um anyway uh congratulations to them for 200 episodes or yes. 200 200 reviews over however many episodes I feel like they do two now. an episode maybe yeah i think i think i saw like 73 was there when the actual review was so this is more of just a celebratory episode i don't know i, I honestly haven't heard it yet i'm waiting for you to oh, i'm waiting with all of you just to yeah. to, to listen <laughs> anyway um Anywhere you want to go? Um, I mean, I have to say I'm shocked by the got milk thing oh, because yeah. I actually do remember this commercial. Me too. Oh, and, you're surprised that you remember. Well, hey, Andrew remembers something. Not only that, that's, but that's a good, it was directed by Michael Bay. Right. I didn't see anything explode. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Did nothing explode in that commercial? I don't think anything exploded just he just needed that that milk um yeah do you want to take us back to got milk yeah uh it's the um there there's oh gosh well let's start out it's it it was you you explain it it was a huge advertising campaign in the 90s um and uh you know it's just like a simple black billboard with white lettering that says got milk got milk with a question mark um so the first big commercial is what we're kind of remembering in this episode um like andrew said it was directed by michael bay um they're basically this guy i think he's working at a library or something and he's listening to the radio and uh the the radio djs like uh, if you answer this question, you get $10,000. Who shot Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel? Although it didn't really sound like that. Um, <laughs> nice radio shtick. Thank you. And the guy, he's like, he just took a bite of like a peanut butter sandwich that he was making. Just peanut butter, no jelly. Um, 
white bread, yeah. very, very dry. Mm-mm. And uh, so he calls in and um, I think he called in first and then they asked the question after he took a bite of the peanut butter sandwich. And uh, he's like, it's Aaron Barr. And then the, the guy's like, what? Aaron Barr. And he's like trying to pronounce Aaron Burr correctly because like he his the like the wing of the museum he's in or library or whatever yeah. is like littered with Aaron Burr uh, memorabilia, which is kind of weird. Uh, um, Might have been a Hamilton museum, uh, but uh, the the DJ is like can't hear him clearly with his mouthful of a peanut butter sandwich. Mm-hmm. He's like you only you have x many seconds to to. Um, to say it to say right? it yes thank you and then uh he tries to take a drink of his milk because that's the drink that he's drinking but there's only a few drops of milk left and he's just like see the reason that that commercial doesn't work for me is because things other than milk would solve the same problem the that's point of the- advertising is to show people how milk solves their specific problem or how specifically milk is the solution to the problem. Yeah, I mean, also, should he be eating in a library? That's a fair point, but he was, uh, wasn't he the one working there? I don't know, but I, I don't know the, the nineties is kind of when advertisement went from being, this is how this helps you to more like stunt advertising slash. Like, you'll uh, remember this because it's weird. Yeah. Odd advertising. Like the, you, you know, the thing that just like, did, did you see this in like a month or two ago? The Skittles guy from the, like the weird, um, do you remember the Skittles commercial where there's that, that guy that's like, looks like he's a, a court jester or from a Victorian era jester. Where he has like a bowl cut and he's, he's like, no peaches and cream or something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll have to send it to you, but yeah, I, I think you'd recognize it. But uh, that's odd. He like he took over TikTok because he did. It's like he did this little jig in the commercial and he dressed back up in his outfit from TikTok, 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 like 10, 15 years ago, and. Um, he ticked out with his talk out, you know, he, <laughs> who hasn't, <laughs> he, I mean, he, got, he got, he got his dance trending on, on TikTok, And now he's a TikTok star for however long that lasts. Wow. Not very peaches and cream or berries and cream. I don't remember, but he had like a weird voice and he looked pale and pasty and Victorian I'm garb. Say, I've never seen that. That's very um, odd. I'm fairly sure you've seen it. Was it directed by Michael Bay? <laughs> Possibly, or Michael Bay's equivalent from. Uh, I mean, obviously, this later. is before Michael Bay was like famous, right? Yes, this was. I think one of his like first. Wasn't Roland Emmerich like the Michael Bay of the '90s? Yes, and that all of his movies were giant spectacles of explosions. Yeah. Um. What What is Michael Bay's first credit? I don't remember. Um, he did bad boys in 1995. Oh, he did bad boys. Oh gosh. I have respect for him now. Dang it. And the rock. Eh, that's the one with, um, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yes. Doesn't remember they do that stupid dance. No, that's a different one. That's, um, it's got that one's Sean Connery and, uh, 
laser hmm, entrapment with Catherine Zeta Jones. That's what it was. Wow. It's the same thing as the rock. Uh, little lad was the berries and cream dance. Okay. Um, which I will send to you later. Hope everyone's enjoying this thoroughly. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> it was, it was brilliant. Like the got milk. It was, it was simple. Uh, it was concise. It was to the point. Unlike, you know, me kind of stalling so I can send you whatever I'm trying to send you. <laughs> um, um, yeah, the whole milk industry is kind of weird. Like people don't really need milk as much as they like you to think. Uh, yeah, but uh, I I would say milk has helped me grow tall and strong with my, you know, my parents were not as tall as I was. and uh, Milk, not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Got milk. Is that where they hold, the whole milk mustache thing started around that time? I feel like too. I think that was the next one after the okay. Got Milk. Um, well, it was still Got Milk, might, but there was been, a milk mustache. Yeah, there might have been crossover. That might have been like the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, milk I stash. The milk stash. Um, but yeah, uh, I, there's a uh, Rick and Morty episode where uh, Jerry's in a simula- computer simulation and somehow thinks that Got Apples, or not Got Apples, um, eat apple no need apples question mark because he was in advertising uh he thought that was a good idea he's like (laughs) the milk industry does not have a a monopoly on simple rhetorical questions (laughs) (laughs) that one got me yeah um that's a good one yeah uh let's see so we should talk about the nightmare before christmas because everyone our age like creams their pants over it <laughs> berries and creams their pants over it <laughs> uh, it's true though gosh um, uh, i mean find me one goth chick that wasn't like oh my god i'm uh jack skellington is why boyfriend. do you think we like it so much and by we i mean not me <laughs> and, at all and not me either um well it was tim burton-esque or possibly Tim Burton. It was Tim Burton. Was it Tim Burton? Uh, wasn't he just a producer? Or no, it's Coraline that he doesn't. He's never actually touched. Um, Tim Burton was in it. He yes. It was, wasn't he Jack Skellington and produced it? He was zero. Oh, the dog. Uh, Danny Elfman played Jack Skellington. Isn't Danny Elfman a composer? He is a composer, but it's a musical, I believe. Um, Catherine O'Hara was Sally. Is it technically? It's not a. It's not a stop motion, is it? I yeah, it is. It is. Yes, it's yeah, because it's. Um, I believe they're like clay models. Stop motion animated musical dark fantasy holiday film is how Wikipedia those words it. don't go together. American stop motion animated musical dark fantasy holiday film. And it was pro- it was con- produced and conceived by Tim Burton, but directed by Henry Selick. In his- I think Tim Burton just did like a ton of acid and damaged his brain. Nah, I mean, possibly uh, he just he has a weird vision for things like Batman 89. 
and the follow-up Batman Returns. Maybe uh, he was dropped on his head as a child. Or definitely definitely the acid theory. Uh, <laughs> you know, one one too many trips. But like I know I think we tried to show it to the kids or they like saw some clip of it and they were too mm-hmm. scared. <laughs> no, like I, I, uh, uh, so it, it was when my dad still worked at Microsoft, which was probably when I was like three or four. Uh, they had a, a company Halloween party uh, that you brought the kids to. And I was there and it was playing in the background. And I was like, Ooh. I was three or four and I was fucking terrified of this movie. Like uh, it, it was creepy and the, the head came off and they all look like zombies and corpses and uh, just like every everything about it, I I hated it and it scarred me. That was one of my first scarring memories that I could remember. I mean, it it seems just a little gratuitous, a little unnecessary, it, like overly know. creepy. And and uh, I play Kingdom Hearts, and this is technically a Disney movie. So it, even the the like even getting through the Halloween Town levels in kingdom hearts uh was, was hard for me because it was just like i do not like this it's it's i no i i can't i don't i don't know how to put it in more words than that it's just it's terrible oh chris sarandon was a speaking voice for jack skellington oh i see that i didn't know there was a singing and speaking voice right well musical I suppose that makes sense. I guess. Or he sings a lot. I don't remember. I think it's a musical. Did I say it's a musical? Uh, no, thanks. Yeah, mus- musical dark fantasy. Stop motion animated. Yeah. Uh, namely 90s. Say no to the nightmare yeah. before Christmas. Namely 90s gives the nightmare before Christmas two thumbs down. Feel free to tell us on Twitter at namely 90s with 90s how wrong we are. Um, but, you know. We're right. We should also <laughs> talk about. I, I mean, I want to talk about them. Well, no, it doesn't matter because they didn't record that. Uh, Quotely nineties. Um, cool I remember runnings. the movie Cool Runnings. Yeah, I the other ones it. I don't remember seeing at all. Well, let's talk Cool Runnings. Jamaican bobsled team based on a true story. Jamaican bobsled team. Uh, is it entirely it is. true or is it based on a true story? Based on a true story. Okay. I think, I think you have to say that when it's not a documentary. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically some Jamaican people who have probably never seen snow or ice form a bobsled team and then are presumably successful or with, more successful than expected with John Candy as their coach with John Candy as their coach. Um, it is loosely based on the true story of the Jamaica national bobsled teams debut in competition during the 1988 winter Olympics. 88. Uh, good year. Yeah. That was the year you were born. This is the year I was not born. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that was a fun movie. It, it, it was definitely uh fun for the whole family. I was at Disney. It was Disney. Yes. Disney likes a good uplifting sports movie. I'll tell you what, every once in a while. Miracle eyes. Uh, Miracle on Ice uh, was, uh, was the Kevin Costner one also. Was that not the one? Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was thinking whoever is in Miracle on Ice that Kurt Russell. How about the one when Dennis Quaid is like 50 and pitches in the, uh, the MLB. The Rookie. That was yeah. also a Disney movie. I watched that when I was at Disneyland. Is that also or, no, a Disney bad, World. Is it also a bad procedural 
drama with Nathan Fillion. I've not seen it to confirm that it's bad, but uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> well, I watched all, every single episode of Castle, so I don't know if it's better or worse than that. I feel Castle is one of those shows. It's like all faithful. Like it's just all it's reliable. There's a thousand episodes in syndication. I feel like if you've never seen it and you were just bored, you could watch that show for an eternity. I heard the rookies better than Castle. Uh, well, it's kind of a low bar, <laughs> right? Uh, but I guess, but not every episode's written like a mystery novel, so that every like every twist is so obvious. As I feel it comes like up. Castle's a low rent bones. Yes, what it feels uh, like to me, even down to the main characters. Not also, Bones wasn't good, was it? Not after like the f- <laughs> fifth season. <laughs> It went for 12, 11 or 12. Oi. Uh, you know, they keep, they kept having to kill off interns just so they can get new ones. Um, and they turned one of them into a serial killer. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. And Always he was, fun. he was probably the most charismatic, charismatic of any of the interns after before. I mean, and then, you know, just a long run of, of sad ones. Uh, Rudy, Sean Astin, football, inspirational makes grown men cry um it's we could use more of that in our society but not the right way of crying oh no i don't know it's it's the manly cry it's the this is the movie where you're like yeah i could i i could shed a tear rudy uh that's terrible it's it's still toxic masculinity (laughs) but it's a football football movie short kid wants to play football uh and he does um <laughs> plot twist he does demolition man uh that was i don't know it that was uh sylvester stallone i i i always get it confused with um uh judge dread because it came out around the same time he wears very similar outfits it's set in the future uh, this one has sandra bullock i believe and um wesley snipes and uh what's his name uh rob schneider um (laughs) making copies exactly (laughs) um so wesley snipes is like a criminal that was cryo frozen and he gets unfrozen for some reason (gasps) oh oh yes i just didn't recognize for some reason i didn't recognize the name okay yep yeah and then is it like uh, the future it's the future LA, I think. Is this the one with the MDK thing? Yeah, Is it yes. that one? Okay. I do yeah. remember this, strangely enough. And um like in the future there's no like physical touching for sex. They wear like a a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get pleasure from standing sitting next to each other wearing this brain stimulus thing. And then Slice Loans like yeah, let me show you how to Sandra Bullock. Because <laughs> oh, you know you funny. can't you can't have a you can't have an action hero be in a movie without betting the the lead woman. Uh, you're right, exactly. Mm. Um, and yeah, she plays like this naive rookie that's trying to help him because he's also been cryo frozen in case this criminal gets right unfrozen. Because someone who's unfamiliar with all the new protocols is Ex- is clearly the person you want to be running around in futuristic Las Vegas. Angeles. Los Angeles, yeah, 
Angeles. Close enough. Speaking of Los Angeles, uh, the Beverly Hillbillies <laughs> had a movie. <laughs> Which, and that concludes this week's episode of Namely 90s. And uh, if you remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Check the episode description for this week's supplemental Spotify playlist curated by yours truly. Join us next week for the podcast of horror Two. podcast of horror Two, featuring Janelle of uh girl that girl got ghosted that girl got ghosted i really should look this up because uh, i've seen a couple episodes it's on youtube um we'll talk about it more next week when she's on if she's on find us on twitter and instagram at namely 90s nine zero s or find our personal accounts at bishwitty and at namely andrew and tell us what you want us to talk about <clears throat> on future episodes if you would like to support the show please check out our patreon at patreon.com slash navy 90s also with 90s finally you can also contact us through our website navy 90s.com please subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, stitcher google Podcasts, spotify youtube jamaican bobsled team deezer tune in iheart and wherever you get your podcasts from i'm brandon that's andrew and we will catch you next time Can I just record this bit and can we just edit it, please? Because I'm struggling.